Welcome to Happy Hour at the Box with CrossFit Instinct, talking all things fitness, health, wellness, food, friends, and more. Welcome to our podcast today. We have one of our members with us today. Her name is Jamie. A lot of you guys have probably met her and seen her already, but I'm going to let her do a little bit of an intro. So kind of like we do those of you guys who come to class and are familiar with our introduction, if you could give us your name, what time do you normally come in to work out and how long have you been doing CrossFit? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Molly. Again, I'm Jamie Stoltz. Thank you for having me this morning. I appreciate it. So Jamie Stoltz, I have um, been born and raised in Springfield, Illinois. Um, I have started CrossFit probably about seven months ago, I would say June, July-ish. And um, what was the other question? What's your class time? Oh gosh, yes. Um, so my class time is 5 a.m. Bright and early, first yes. thing in the morning. Yeah, you're yes. one of the guinea pigs of the day. Everybody kind of looks to the 5 a.m. to see how you guys did with the workout. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I do feel like a guinea pig. Yes. <laughs> and then what about your life? Are you married? Do you have kids? Yes, I am married. Uh, Mike Stoltz. So most people that see me in the gym will see uh, Mike and I working out close together. Um, so we're partners in crime. That's just a joke. I have three kids. Um, so my oldest is Jacob. He's 18. I have Bianca, who's 14. And she's actually came with us to the gym on Saturdays. So um, those that work out on Saturdays may have seen her with us. And then my youngest, the caboose, um, Naomi, she's seven. And she's always with us at the gym on the weekend as well. And not, not working out, of course, just hanging out in the kids' room. Maybe someday she will be out she there. She will. Yeah. Absolutely. She's very inspired and um, excited. So if she was just a little bit older, I can see her out on the floor lifting weights for sure. Well, that's exciting. So what's your athletic background prior to CrossFit, if you have one? Oh, I do. Yes. So I would say early in childhood, my background was gymnastics. I spent many years competing um, early in adulthood and then mid-adulthood, I was coaching gymnastics. So really, that's um, probably my foundation. After that, I got into more of a um, aerobic lifting. I would say like beach body type workouts, did some running. Um, probably my biggest achievement with running was completing a half marathon. So, wow. yeah. And I used to tell people, this is really interesting, I used to say, I'm not much of a runner. And then... I found myself challenging myself to run a little bit more and go longer and just hang in there. And, you know, one day I just said, you know, I'm just going to try a half marathon and, and go for it. And so I actually completed two. Wow. That's amazing. How cool is that? Yeah. Especially for not identifying yourself as a runner. No, not really. And actually I jog, when I say I'm a runner, I, I jog and I probably say my pace Probably for um, half marathon, my pace might be 14 minutes per mile. It's it's really slow, um, but that's not really the point. It's you know it's about challenging yourself and completing it. So that's pretty much my exercise background. Um, you know, kind of what I've been up to before I started CrossFit. That's really cool. I didn't know that you coached gymnastics. I did, yes, and well, it's still there. I coach my kids. 
when they when they're willing to accept my coaching yes <laughs> what what area of gymnastics do you coach do you have a specialty well not necessarily a specialty so i competed all around um, which includes the floor the beam bars and vault and so i can coach specifically to those apparatuses um, i've coached here in springfield at several gyms my favorite apparatus probably would be the beam and vault. That sounds like fun. I've always wanted to, as an adult, try gymnastics. I never took gymnastics classes, but I think I have enough body awareness to be able to be coached through it. Probably not yes. be very good at it, but I think it would be really fun to try. Absolutely. I, you know, there's adult classes at a gym, a local gym, and I participated as an adult and I can. I can say this with all honesty, doing gymnastics as an adult after three kids is much different than doing it <laughs> gymnastics as a child in early adolescence, 100% different. Oh, I can only imagine, you know, just even going through one pregnancy and doing CrossFit, it's game changer, but I can only imagine having that experience as a, a child <laughs> learning what to do with, you know, great flexibility and, you know, no changes to your body that are major like that, how much of an impact that could really have on you. Absolutely. So what got you into CrossFit? What got you started? Yeah, this is um, a very interesting journey. So I would say prior to CrossFit, I, had this awakening physically as I had not treated my body well three years prior, you know, just really dug deep into corporate world and kept myself so busy and, and actually gained quite a bit of weight and just felt sluggish. And so the October um, before I started, I had this thought of like, hey, I got to do something different. And so I started to change my diet, which I, I knew how to eat well, but it just kind of got back to good practices. And then I got back into beach body workouts and another colleague and gym member, April Truvy works with me in corporate life. And uh, she had asked me to um, try CrossFit with her. And I just never really had the right opportunity. I feel like the time was always off uh, with my schedule. And so it just happened again. One day she was like, Hey, would you like to check out CrossFit? We're having a Saturday virtual session. And I'm like, well, it's a virtual, I can make it. And so I think that particular morning, it was a, more of a yoga workout, but it allowed me to realize like, this is not scary. And so I, I told April, yeah, I'll come back next Saturday and check it out. And it was a little bit more of a CrossFit workout. And so that's really my first exposure and exposure to the gym, um, to you and Tim and all the other players. And so I just felt like it was comfortable. I felt like I can do it. And so we committed to CrossFit. Um, but I do want to share that CrossFit alone, just hearing the name just scared me. Like literally, like, I don't know if I can do this. So um, it just allowed me to challenge myself and just step out of my comfort zone. So that's really my journey to finding the gym and finding CrossFit all together. That's awesome. April Truby is a good um, person to take the lead from, isn't she? She is. I, you know, I just admire her ambition and discipline around working out. And, you know, Mike and I had no idea 
um, you know, how amazing April and Ben are with their workouts. And we're like, yeah, we want to be like them when we grow older. <laughs> we all do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be like that. So yeah. yeah they're, they're such humble people too, which is, yeah, you have no idea. I mean, of course they look like a God and goddess, but then seeing what they can do in the gym is just amazing. So that's, that's a really neat story. I love that. What's your favorite thing so far about CrossFit? Well, that's, um, I would say my favorite thing is that I have stuck to a routine. Mm. CrossFit, um, you know, I, I still get nervous when I see the workouts and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to do this today. I think the fact that I have built CrossFit into my routine, um, of course, I earlier mentioned that I start at the 5 a.m. class and that alone is a huge game changer for me. I used to say, I'm not a morning person. Um, so the fact that I committed to a 5 a.m. class, I'm committed, I probably work out four to five times a week. And so allowing myself just to flow within that framework, um, what I like is that I'm challenging myself. It's a mental, emotional, and physical challenge every day. I mean, I do, I get nervous when I see those workouts. I'm like, holy crap, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this today. Um, but I do, I do. And, you know, I have that mental battle. And then when it's over, I just feel so much stronger. I feel like I can power through my whole entire day. I feel accomplished. Um, and then I'm like, hey, I, I did this. And most people are like, oh, I don't want to do anything like that. But I'm like, but you can do it. It's, it's a mental thing. And I think CrossFit has really shown me that I can do things that I feel like I never allowed myself to do. So that's, I mean, CrossFit has really brought out the best of me, but I feel like that's what I really enjoy about CrossFit. That's an amazing answer. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. It's so, it's so personal, really. Yeah. I, you know, I think that CrossFit means many things to different people. And to me, it's just like this overall essence of, you know, who I am and who I'm wanting to become. So yeah, that was deep. <laughs> yeah. That, Hey, I knew what was, what I was getting into having you on here. I love it though. I think that's wonderful. And so relatable to so many people and inspiring to people who maybe haven't gotten to that point yet for whatever reason and hearing how that makes you feel is really inspiring to strive to get to that point switching gears now what's your least favorite movement workout what's come up that just you you don't maybe enjoy or you don't want to come in to do <laughs> wall balls <laughs> rowing. <laughs> this might be a longer list. <laughs> oh goodness. I, I would probably say wall balls is number one, rowing number two. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and don't that, I, wonder, I wonder if part of that, and this is no offense to you, cause this is the way that God created you, but you're a little vertically challenged. I am. <laughs> Both yes. of those movements help to be tall, you know? Absolutely. You know, there's just something so strange about squatting and arms going overhead. And I guess I could also include the snatch. Just feel like my arms, the, the flexibility and squatting. I'm like, who came up with this exercise? But you know, I face I face that, you know, when I go into the gym, I'm not going to keep it from me coming in and having a workout. I mean, I'll still give my best when I'm there. But man, those wall balls. Oof. <laughs> Yeah, it, they will get you. That's for sure. 
so you kind of already went over this, but maybe you'd have a different um, answer or approach to this. So how has CrossFit changed your life? You know, I think CrossFit has changed my life, um, again, emotionally, mentally, and physically. And I think when I start with emotional, what does that mean to me is that it's helped me balance my moods. It's helped me just go into the gym and just release any anxiety, any stress. Um, and it's allowed me to just find some balance within myself. I think from a, um, a physical standpoint, of course, we all want to be fit. We want to be trim. We want to be strong. And I am, I am, I am strong. And, you know, I, I like to think that I'm fit and that I'm trim. Um, everybody's body shape is different. Um, and we, we all look different, but I have learned to appreciate the way I look physically. Um, I do feel much stronger. And so I think that those components have really built up me as a person. I think that helps me show up um, better as a mother, um, working in corporate life, helps me show up better as a friend in the gym. I'm definitely more positive. Um, you know, it, what they say is, hey, if, if you have a, a strong morning, you can probably go through your day a lot stronger. And I definitely agree. You know, I'm, I'm very productive and I'm probably hitting my pillow at 10 o'clock at night. Um, so CrossFit has um, made a positive impact in my day-to-day -day functioning. Wonderful. That's, I love how you approach that from many different angles and not just one, because all of those angles are so important and it does impact all of that. It's not just a single layer of your life that it hits. It really comes from a lot of different places. That's a great answer. What about, I would like to hear a little bit about your nutrition because you have physically changed quite a bit since you first started. You've really put on a lot of muscle. You've lost a lot of fat, not that you had a lot to lose, but you really look like an athlete. So what's your nutrition like? Because obviously you're doing something right. My nutrition is mainly plant-based. Um, and I, when I say plant-based, I try to do um, raw first. And if it's, and I'll just use the word vegan. I know that can sound very taboo for um, individuals, but vegan meaning I try to eat what the earth makes and I'm not perfect. Um, you know, I, I think coming into the gym, I really ate so much bread. Um, you know, very starchy carbs, a lot of chips. Um, you know, I remember doing the intake body analysis and I was really kind of taken back by how much fat percentages I had on my body. I mean, I just walked away feeling completely depleted and I made a decision that day. Like I know how to eat well. I know how to feed my body well. I just need to make the decision to do it. And so I did. I actually cut out a lot of the breads, a lot of starchy foods. Um, and when I say starchy, like white potatoes, you know, I, I might incorporate a potato um, maybe once every two weeks. It's a choice really. Um, and so I decided to lean in that direction. And over time, I felt that my body was getting the correct nutrition it needed. Um, I did obviously need to incorporate more protein. So I had to figure out exactly what kind of protein I wanted to um, bring into my foods. Um, and I want to say thank you for sharing your tofu baking tip with me. That has been a game changer for me and my family. 
That's great to hear. Yeah. What are some examples? Where do you get your protein? I know that's a really common question people have when they hear someone's plant-based. Absolutely. So protein is actually embedded in all kinds of vegetables. And most people don't know that. And I, of course, I'm not um, able to give you every breakdown of what each vegetable has. Um, mostly greens, um, you know, um, nuts, um, you know, there's so many different things. Avocados have a little bit of protein. So if you're eating enough vegetables throughout the day, um, plus your fruits, and then of course your beans, um, whether you do tofu or any other substitutions, you know, that's really how I'm getting my protein. Once in a while, I'll throw in a cachava shake. Um, it's basically a whole plant, vegan, um, all organic products. And so I just kind of mix things up. Um, sometimes when I do a vegan, but it's maybe not as raw uh, or as fresh, it might be um, an eggplant, um, breaded eggplant that you would toast or um, yeah, chicken patties. I try not to eat too much of that, but sometimes you just crave a chicken patty. It's a vegan, a vegan chicken patty, by the way. Um, they do have the Impossible Burgers. Um, I try not to consume too many of those, but there's options. You can mix it up. You know, there's always um, alternatives at the grocery store. If we're having taco night, I just replaced the meat with uh, veggie crumbles. Um, so there's, there's different things that I can incorporate into my nutrition but I do like the fresh raw stuff first. It's my preferred. That's great. That I think will help give people some ideas and maybe even open up their concept of where protein comes from. Cause you're right. It is in almost everything. Okay. Let me pull something up real quick. You had put up, I'm in your Facebook group that you have with your um, remind me of the title. I don't want to say it incorrectly. It's your intuitive group. Yep, it's called intuitive spiritual readings by Jamie Lynn. Okay. Yeah. So I'm in that group and really enjoy everything that you post. I really am a big fan of listening to your higher self, your intuition, noticing signs that are around us from God, angels, spiritual beings, whatever you would want to classify them as. So I just, I love your page and what you post. It just always makes me feel good. But you had put up a post that I actually want to read because it really was inspiring to me. And I would love for everyone to hear what you said. And I think it could help inspire other people. So this is what you had posted. It wasn't too long ago when I was terrified to publicly speak out about my spiritual and healing abilities. I was trapped by my own fear, trapped by many years of behavior, hiding my true passion, knowing it went against the beliefs that were bestowed on me. What would my family think? Would coming out change the family conversations? Will my friends still like me? Will my whole entire world change? Will I be challenged? Will my coworkers find out? If so, how will that impact my reputation? This is an example of my past inner dialogue. I faced this fear and stepped out of my comfort zone and have never been happier and more free. Yes, living in my true state did change some of my family and friends relationship dynamics, but I am not sorry that it did. Shedding energy that no longer supported me was like taking off a soaked winter jacket. I stepped forward because I could no longer hide my spiritual abilities. 
It's 100% authentically me. I met new aligned souls to embrace me, my soul tribe. The truth will always find its way to the surface. I was meant to heal and help other light workers advance on their journeys. You've read that so beautifully. <laughs> what a powerful post. Oh, I was almost in tears just listening to that. The, it strikes such a chord deep inside. And I'm like, I was completely vulnerable when I wrote that. That that was truly me coming out and saying, this is who I am. I think that's so inspiring and so raw. And I think that's really important that we do that because it makes other people feel so much better by seeing that realness and rawness and hearing fears and relating to that. And then the one thing that really stuck out to me was your analogy of how shedding that fearful energy and stepping into your own was like taking off a soaked winter jacket. And that just was such a powerful image and feeling that you can really get from that statement. And that was just so inspiring to me because that's something I've actually been trying to work on, you know, the past few years is to really be authentically myself and finding that voice to do so because it is really scary. You know, it is, uh, you know, I think most people are walking around feeling fearful, feeling anxiety, and, and, and to some degree, uh, shameful for things that they don't want other people to know. And what I've realized over time is that we're humans, we go through these human experiences, and everyone experiences something that we're not proud of. Everyone experiences something that we are proud of. And I think it's the vulnerability of just letting down um, the veil of saying, I am human, I've made mistakes, I've learned, I've grown, I've I made decisions that impacted me um, better or for worse. Um, I think all of those experiences and talking about them help heal someone. And I think the healing process allows people to um, be happier, um, truly want to do the things that they um, are expired or not expired, but inspired um, that they're passionate about. And so I do, I have a deep sense of um, wanting to help others kind of get across that finish line. And, you know, I think that people want to go across that finish line. They just don't know how, they don't know where to start. And I always say it's an inside job. We start with healing ourselves. And a lot of that healing is emotional healing. Um, really, that's probably 90, 90% of it, emotional healing. And a lot of that emotional healing impacts the mind as well. So I'm glad that it did inspire you and I hope it inspired other people. Um, but that post probably was one of the first posts that I really put myself out there. It is a learning journey, um, but I'm trying to be more vulnerable. I'm trying to share a little bit more about myself and who I am because I hid so long behind a mask and I, I just don't want to anymore. I feel that's, that's where that freedom comes in. I, you know, I want to experience freedom and freedom to me is truly living the life that I want to live and not caring if I'm going to not meet someone's expectations or if I hurt their feelings. So yeah, I've, I've turned a corner and uh, hopefully my future posts can help inspire, help waken and um, encourage others to just fully step into who they want to be 
and uh, and it brings them joy and peace. You had said that you have spiritual and healing abilities. Can you expand on that? Yes. So um, from a spiritual standpoint, um, I'm going to use some terminology that most people may not be familiar with, um, but I'll assume that they are. So I grew, I would say probably at the age of three, I had, um, I knew something was different. I would say now that they were clairvoyant abilities. And so uh, really is that I am probably more sensitive to people's energies. I, um, not only am I reading energies, I see quick flashes in my mind's eye. Hopefully everybody knows what that means. You kind of visualize in your head with your eyes open. So I call that the mind's eye. Um, I would get messages, symbols, words, um, sometimes auditorial sounds that gives me information about people or situations or future situations. Um, and even as a young child, I didn't know exactly uh, what that was, what it meant and how to really tap into it. And so I really had to learn um, throughout the years that this truly was a gift to help not only myself and make good decisions, but help other people. And the healing piece of it is that I work with energy lights um, from the spirit of the divine. And so it's kind of intertwined in the spiritual realm. I call in um, energy codes, energy light, and I actually go in and um, use that light to heal pieces within the body. So most of the time it's um, where energy might be trapped in the body um, from someone's trauma, um, whether it's you know from the past or current. Um, the intuitive piece is that I can tell where that energy is sitting within the body. And that, that gives me an opportunity to work in those spaces. So almost like two different functions, the clairvoyancy and then the healing. But I, I use them um, simultaneously when I'm working with clients in myself, actually. What advice do you have to people to learn how to tap into their own intuition and spiritual gifts, because I think we all probably have a little bit of that in us. So how do we learn to amplify that or listen to that or tap into that? Uh, I, you know, everyone is here with gifts, every, everyone, um, and more people are aware of it now than they have been. I would say to amplify your own gifts, everybody's gifted in different ways is to really spend time with yourself. Um, I, you know, meditation, yoga are great avenues. And when I say meditation, that means um, still meditation or um, physical meditation, like running, jogging, walking, being in nature. But spending time with yourself um, is really essence because you have to learn how your body moves, how your body's talking to you and just stilling your mind, letting a lot of the brain chaos kind of deplete itself. I think that's one component. Eating um, very healthy, just having a clean body is going to be important as well uh, because you want to, I'm going to kind of get geeky here. <laughs> so basically you want to raise it, the frequency and energy of your body. We all have energy in us and around our body. And so you definitely want to hold a clean body um, and a healthy one. So that's probably another component. Um, I would also say, um, you know, sitting with um, the, the fact that you're most likely getting messages, um, whether through dreams or um, in your mind's eye or synchronicity symbols or signs, um, and to allow those messages to come in and not second guess if your mind's trying to play tricks on you. 
I think some of us start doubting like, oh, that's not a message or, um, you know, you get a quick gut feeling, you know, not to do something or to do something and, and you ignore it. I think people are, are making those choices because they're not comfortable and they're not familiar with those um, signs, symbols and listening to their self. I think people feel more validated when they listen to other people. So I think when they realize, hey, I can, I'm very powerful. I can look to myself for these answers or directions or to amplify these gifts. It all starts with their self um, in sitting and sitting, just sitting with it and knowing that um, they are gifted. And so practice is important. That's another component is practicing every day. Um, well, that's something I like to do, but you don't have to do it every day. Uh, you know, practice reading, practice um, journaling, visualizing in the head. Um, I think that's another way you can amplify your own gifts um, and surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals. You know, energy builds upon energy. Um, iron sharpens iron. So if people are truly interested in um, exploring their gifts and building their gifts, they can try all those suggestions I just mentioned. Um, but finding other people who are like-minded because you wanna be supported, you wanna be encouraged, and you wanna be able to practice your gifts in a very safe space. You know, sometimes people, you know, are scared of being wrong. And the reason why they feel that way is because they're in their head most of the time. And at the end of the day, I'm like, it's okay if you're wrong, right? We're not, we're not superheroes and, and we're not perfect. You know, we all um, are flawed to some degree. So it's just, you know, just getting over that, over that piece and just saying, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to try. I'm going to do. So if people are willing and they're open, I think they have the opportunity to tapping in their gifts. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. I think that was great advice for people who maybe already are a little bit in tune, but doubtful, but that was also really good advice for people who this might be completely foreign to. So thanks for covering all of those bases. If we're dealing with a lot of anxiety in our life, what are some ways that we can help ourselves find comfort and ground ourselves and calm down? Yes. Okay. So I do suffer from anxiety. Um, so I'm, I feel like I'm an expert. <laughs> Most people probably feel this way too, but if you do stress from anxiety or if that's uh, something that you do struggle with, the first thing that you can do is take off your shoes, put your feet on the grass, get your feet on the dirt. I, it's kind of hard to do that in the winter time. Um, you're not gonna be there very long, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, but grounding with no shoes on is probably the most easiest, um, simplest and affordable way to release anxiety. There's so many electrical charges. Oh, so that's probably my, my favorite response. Um, I would also say visualization. So if you cannot get out to um, nature, uh, visualize in your head that you are a, a tree. I know that might sound funny to some, but visualize that your feet are planted on the ground and that you have roots growing into the ground until they meet into the center of the earth and just anchor those roots allowing any anxiety, allowing any stress to really sink into those roots and let those energies migrate back into the earth. And I say, I like to say things like this energy turns back into love. And I, and I visualize pulling in the most beautiful light through these roots all the way 
through my feet and through my body. And that new light is new energy of love and calmness. And um, I would say, and not even a passion, but just an essence of like, I'm calming my body. And so visualization is another easy, simple, affordable um, way to just release any anxiety. Of course, um, you know, you can always work out, right? You can always do that. I do like to work with healing stones. Um, there is a couple of healing stones that you can use. Um, I won't be able to go into all the specifics, um, but I do work with chakras. So doing chakra and stone healing, um, that helps with anxiety. And then also I do um, like a hemp chew, there's CBD oil gummies out there that are um, THC free, you know, just true um, all natural products to help with anxiety. So that's another option. If someone is truly dealing with anxiety, they can incorporate all the suggestions I mentioned, or they can at least pick some that works best for them. I feel like you're speaking to me in everything that you're saying. So I hope people who are listening to this podcast feel the same. And I think that they will. There's just been so many little gems that you're sharing. This has just been so amazing. The last thing that I wanted to touch on with this is going back to your post that I read and being your authentic self. How can we work to take off that wet winter coat and come out and feel free? Yeah, I would say um, personally for myself and what I could share with others is just making the decision to do it, is to um, allow yourself to say what you need to say, feel what you need to feel, and truly own that. And I think that was as, as simple as that is. I think we have, as humans, we have a hard time doing that because we're so afraid of how, whether people are going to like us or not, or if that's going to impact whether, you know, we get that promotion or um, people want to invite us to that party. You know, I think we, we've learned early on that if we want to fit in into any group, we got to act or look a certain way. And I think that if you truly want to be your authentic self, start talking the way you like to talk, dress the way you like to dress, share with, you know, share what you want to share. And the people that do not want to be around you will fade away. And the people that do want to be around you will come to you. That's kind of like attracting your soul tribe. And I realize I'm okay. You know, I, I, I was one of those people like, Hey, I want to be invited to the parties. I want to, you know, I want to be in the group. I want to feel like I'm, I'm, I have all these friends. And at the end of the day, I just want to be myself. And if I can attract other people that are like-minded with vibrating at the same frequency, I'm going to be a lot happier. And so I learned that and, and I'm glad I did because I can truly live in joy. So if, if someone's listening to this today and they're saying, I want to be more authentic, you just have to say, I want to be authentic and I'm going to make decisions around that. And I'm going to start today and do that every day. I feel so inspired now. Good, good. Yeah. I think this is just so great. I'm so glad that you were able to open up and share all of these things. And, um, I think it's definitely going to help people out and make people feel more confident and comfortable with being themselves. 
And that is so, so important. And um, I think in our society now with social media being so in our faces, it's harder and harder to be your true authentic self. So this is such a great reminder and booster for people to do that. I appreciate you taking the time to talk about all of this and open up. And um, I hadn't really forewarned you that this is what we were going into before the podcast. So I appreciate you just going with the flow and doing this. Absolutely. And I appreciate you asking the questions, you know, I'm, I'm open to sharing. And I, I think really that's when you had asked for me to be a part of the podcast and just share, you know, who I am, I, you know, I, I'm open, I'm open to sharing just that. And I, I wanted to make a comment about the social media. I think, um, you know, most people are, are on social media all day long. And um, I think people forget that we're only seeing the best of the best pictures and best of the best stories. And, you know, the reality is that people are um, working throughout their day. They're being challenged. They're stressed. Um, you know, they, they're, the worlds can be falling apart. They can be going through divorces. I mean, there's just so much that people don't share. They're not sharing the, the yuckiness of their worlds. And I think that, um, you know, when people are connecting with me, if they're befriending me, they realize that they don't have to hide they don't have to hide all of those things. And that's, I think the, the group that you mentioned, um, the Facebook group that I facilitate, people do find a safe haven because life is not always um, cheerful. I mean, we have challenges and we have to work through those. So I, you know, I think for people that are watching social media all the time, hopefully they realize that they're only seeing the best of the best pictures and, uh, and they don't get too far into like, Hey, I got to live this perfect life. It just, it's, a, it's not, it, I don't know if there is anything such as a perfect life, right? You just, you make it, you make it your own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, that's another reason that I do love your page too, is it's a nice interruption to what's going on on Facebook. Not that Facebook's bad and, um, but it's nice to just have that come into the flow of everything and have these nice intuitive messages coming through from you. And um, maybe you could share the name of your page again, because I think people could really benefit from being a part of it. And one thing that I love that you do is every once in a while, you'll do free card readings for people. And something else that I've really been loving that you've been doing, I didn't get to comment on the last one in time, but you've been putting up um, you had a little zipper bag this last time and you put an object in there and try to get people to use their intuition to find out what's in it. And then a couple days later you post what's in there and it's just such a fun exercise. So, um, yeah, what's, could you tell us the name of your group again so that people can join? You bet. It's intuitive spiritual readings by Jamie Lynn. And that's, it's a pretty long name. So it's a spiritual slash, and it's, excuse me, intuitive slash spiritual readings by Jamie Lynn. And, um, you know, I wanted, I wanted to encompass exactly what this page would be about. And, and so a couple of things I do post, um, intuitive postings. I do post personal postings right now. We're going through a 60 day chakra journey, um, just balancing our chakras. So right now we're on the sacral chakra. I do readings. Um, there it's usually a one card poll free reading. 
Um, I really, I mean, I get so passionate about that stuff that I can do it all day long. Um, sometimes I'm posting inspiration, um, just a collective of different things, and hopefully it will reach different audiences. But, you know, going back to the example of identifying what's in the bag, um, I do want people to practice their abilities. And this is, again, just a, a quick, simple way to step out of your comfort zone. And so I'm not really looking for somebody to be right. I just want somebody to start practicing what's like to tap into their intuitive abilities. And so in 2021, I made the commitment personally to um, help people with their spiritual gifts. So you'll, you'll see more examples and practices to participate in. More to come on that. That's so fun. I really enjoyed it and appreciate you doing this because you're volunteering your time and energy to do this. It's not like we're paying for you to lead this group for us. And that's just so amazing that you're putting your time and energy into that for people with no benefit to you besides helping people. Yeah, it's an energy exchange. You know, I, I am helping people. I'm inspiring people. You know, there's there's a saying that miracles are happening every day. I don't know how how I'm impacting somebody. I may not ever know. Um, I might find out at a later time that something that I said or something that I posted has changed the trajectory of someone's life. I think that's so important. So if I'm not showing up, then I'm, I won't have the opportunity to inspire um, but I do want to mention that um, in 2021, I will have free practice circles um, for new beginners, and I'll need some volunteers to come in to, um, you know, work with each other. It'll probably be about 30 minutes to an hour long. So if it's something that um, anybody, anyone that's listening today um, who would like to participate, I mean, all to you, right? It's it's going to be a fun time. I'll probably start hosting on a regular basis. So keep your eyes peeled for those invites or announcements. Yeah. yeah, great. That's really awesome. Well, Jamie, I really, really appreciate you coming on here today. And it's been fun hearing about you as an athlete, your whole CrossFit experience, how it's impacting your life, and then also getting to know you on a deeper, more spiritual level. Thank you so much, Molly. I appreciate you inviting me to this podcast and it's all my pleasure to share more about me and you know how I tick. So thank you again. Of course. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube and get a hold of us if you'd like to get our gym emails. Stay in the loop of all things instinct.